The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, it's Mariana, and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. This is an exciting episode because I just turned 36. So I had my birthday yesterday, and I was just thinking about my birthday, and I was like, okay, what do I want to do around my birthday episode? And what I wanted to do was share with you things that I've learned in my life up to my 36 years, but, you know, especially in my 20s and 30s, of like lessons I've learned, things that are important to me, like values that I have, and things that have really helped. And so I hope that this episode is helpful for you of just some of the things and lessons that I've learned. And before we get into the episode, we have a few new Summer Fridays things. We have a new lip and cheek stick. It is so beautiful. It comes in three great shades, like a pinky shade, a tan shade, and a red. You guys can see the specific pictures on summerfridays.com. That's where it's available. And it's the most creamy formula. It wears so well. And then we have a few holiday sets. We have our lip butter bomb set with a full-size vanilla lip butter bomb and then minis of our other flavors and shades. There's also a moisturizer set of mini jet lag mask and a mini cloud dew. And then we've also got our jumbo jet lag mask is back this year. And if you have a second, I would love if you subscribe to my podcast because I've got new episodes every Tuesday. And if you could leave me a five-star rating and review, it would mean so much. Now let's get into the episode. So I sat down to think about some of these lessons and things that I've learned in my life. And I'm just so grateful. And I was like thinking back, like, wow, you know, you have this like misconception that your twenties are supposed to be so incredible and all these great times of your life and getting older is scary. And it's really not. I feel like my thirties are so much better than my twenties. My twenties was a lot of time of just like figuring stuff out and going through life and being young. And I think once I got to like 28, 29, 30, I really started to feel more like myself and like confident in who I was as a woman. And then as I got, have gotten older, it's gotten even better. And I used to think when I was younger, like, okay, I have to do all these things by 30. I had this like personal checklist, like you have to have this job, you have to do this life thing and all these things by a certain age, but you really don't, you don't have to do things by a certain age at all. Like you should really follow your own timeline of life. And I'm going to get into that. as like one of the lessons that I've learned. So if you're listening to this and you're in your twenties and you're trying to figure stuff out, just know that I was there too in my twenties. And even if you're in your thirties and you're trying to figure it out, like there's still things that I'm working on in my life that I'm trying to figure out too. And things that I'm focused on and things that, you know, are not priority for me right now. And I know that life is long and that's another lesson that I've learned too. Speaking of that, of like thinking how you might think that you're supposed to do something by a certain age in life. I always thought this too. And I was just like, once I got to that age, I was like, wait, I don't need to do this thing by then. And I'm like, oh, actually 30 is still so young. And now I realize like 36 is still so young. Like there's so much life left to live. And there was this exercise that I did with myself that was so helpful. Maybe it'll be helpful for you too. So I have all these things that I want to accomplish in my life. And I went through on a piece of paper and I wrote down like my age or when I thought I wanted to accomplish each of these things. And once I got to 45, I ran out of stuff. And I was like, wait, what if I accomplish all the things I want in my life by 45? Like what left is there to look forward to? And that's when I realized I should stop rushing through all these things I want to complete because I want things to continue to look forward to because life is long and hopefully have many, many decades to live. And I want more things to look forward to and that I'm working towards. So I don't have to accomplish all of these things in the first couple of decades of my life. I want to be able to continue to be excited about things and my career and my personal life and the things I want to accomplish. So don't feel rushed or pressured that you have to do things by a certain age, like something that I guess at the time bummed me out and now I'm like, you know, totally fine with it was Forbes 30 under 30. And it's incredible if you make the list. Like I love looking at it. I'm so happy for the people that are on there that they accomplish such great things at a young age. But on the flip side of that, we started Summer Fridays. I was already 30 years old. 
And I was like, darn, I don't get to make this list or try to, you know, submit myself for this or be considered because I'm too old for this. But I'm not too old. I'm still so young, like to think about starting a company at such a young age. And so I'm like, you know, it's okay that I didn't do things by a certain age. Like, don't feel pressured by these lists to be like, oh my gosh, I'm 30. I'm supposed to have it all figured out by then because you absolutely are not. And there's so much life to live to figure everything out. So I definitely encourage you to do this for yourself. If you're feeling like pressured by the things you want to do in life by a certain age, go through, write down all the things you want to accomplish and the age or when you might do it. And you might be surprised to think like, oh, actually, this is all in the next five years. So like, what's next? So it's okay to have things to look forward to and to work towards because, you know, I'm hoping to work for a very long time in my life. And so there's so much I can accomplish over the next, if I work 30, 35, 40 more years, like, I don't know how long I'm going to be working for But if I'm working for decades more, there's so much that I can work towards. So my first lesson that I want to share with you is to do what makes you happy with your own timeline. Don't feel pressured that people are doing things at a certain age or you're supposed to have things figured out by a certain age because everyone's timeline is so different. And just because someone else has this timeline for themselves doesn't mean it's going to be the thing that makes you happy. So let's say all of your friends are getting married right now, but you don't really want to get married. Don't feel pressured to do that for yourself because everybody else is doing this in this timeline. Do what makes you happy in your own timeline. I think as I've gotten older a little bit now, I'm getting to the age where my you know, people I know and friends are starting to get divorced. So I've seen them already go through their first marriage now and go through separation where I was looking at these people maybe five or 10 years ago, like, wow, I can't believe they found, you know, their partner in life so young. And if I would have rushed to do something, what if the person I was dating in my twenties wasn't somebody I wanted to end up with in my thirties or beyond. And so I think you can never compare yourself to other people. And that's why doing what works in your own timeline to make you genuinely happy is important. This goes to like another friend of mine. She wanted to work on a project. And I was like, why do you want to do this? And she's like, well, I think everybody else is doing this. So this is something I want to do. And I'm like, but do you actually want to do this? Or are you just doing it because you think everybody else is doing it? So you think it'll make you happy. And when we really talked about it, that's what it was. It was never that she wanted to do it herself. It was that she saw other people doing it in this timeline and she thought she was supposed to do it too. So don't feel pressured because other people are doing things. Just do it in your own time. And I know that that's hard. And I know it's especially difficult when maybe friends or family or peers, or you see other people maybe pressuring you to do something in your own time. Just remember, it's your life. You have to live this every day. So if you're not ready to do something or something won't make you genuinely happy, just don't do it. Have you tried Allo Moves yet? If so, then you are already hooked like I am. Allo Moves is the streaming on-demand yoga, fitness, and mindfulness classes from the wildly popular brand Allo Yoga, and it has been transforming in so many ways. Allo Moves wants everyone to get started for free. Receive 30 days free so you can choose from thousands of classes and give it a try. In this episode, I talk about one of the things that's really important to me and the lessons I've learned in my life, and that's finding something that works for me. So finding a workout that works for you and mindfulness and just finding daily practices that make you feel your best. So if you're looking for something to try, Allo Moves has everything from Sculpt, Bar, Pilates, which I love Pilates. There's also stretching, strength, and walking. I love to go for a walk. And they've also got mindfulness. And mindfulness is something that I've incorporated into my life. And it really has made such a huge difference. So there's breathwork, meditation, sound, and yoga. Allo Moves is the one-stop shop for everything wellness. You just need one app that has everything. Yoga from beginning to advanced yoga practices, work up a sweat with bar, Pilates, cardio, or HIIT classes, and there's self-care from gua sha to dry brushing tutorials and more. With over 3,000 plus classes for every level and over 100 new classes every month, you will always have fresh content. 
It was also voted best wellness app of 2022 by InStyle Magazine. Join me, go to alomoves.com for 30 days for free. If you're loving it like I am and haven't signed up yet, Allo has extended their 50% off an annual membership with code Mariana. That's 50% off with code Mariana. Go to alomoves.com and let's get started. You are in charge of your own life and your own career. Nobody is here to make you happy. Nobody's here to do your job for you, whether it's personally or professionally, and you are in charge of whatever it is. So if it's your personal happiness, you can't rely on somebody else to make you happy. If it's a personal relationship, whether it's a friendship or romantic, just remember that relationships should be something complementary, not supplementary. So it's adding to your happiness, but it's not the sole purpose of your happiness, even though friends and loved ones, you know, definitely make us happy, but you have to be happy on your own. And so that's something that I've learned over the years. Like I'm in charge of my own happiness. I'm in charge of my own life. So no one's going to give me opportunities. No one's going to hand me things. No one's going to hand me happiness. Like I have to do these things and work on these things on my own. And that's something that I learned over the years. Like I have to take charge of these things for myself. And it's taken a lot of years to work on that. Like in my twenties, I was definitely in phases of unhappiness or anxiety or overthinking or people pleasing or trying to, you know, make relationships or situations in my life work because I wanted them to be there because I thought they would make me happy. But those people, places, things, experiences were not in charge of my happiness or my life or my career. Like I had to take charge of those things myself. So if you want to be happy, but you're unhappy in a certain scenario, maybe think about the boundaries that you can work on for yourself or what you know, things can you eliminate or put boundaries around in your life so that you can be happier? Or if it's your career, what's a career path for you that would make you happy? Or maybe, you know, your career isn't what makes you happy. And then your free time and hobbies is what makes you happy. So just taking charge of your own life and figuring out like, okay, what can I do for me that I don't rely on other people for my happiness or where my life is going? The next thing I've learned in life is that tough times will pass. Even if they seem super difficult when you're going through them, I look back now and I'm like, wow, I thought I said some like the worst times ever. And now everything's good. Like it's it's past and there will be other hard times again in life in the future. And I just have to remember that when I'm going through that. And I know it's difficult, but if you even think now like, oh, I had this really, you know, bad experience or bad time in my life and then think of where you are today and remember like I survived, I'm here or I'm working through it. And that's when like, therapy and going through things and working through those issues as they're happening is really helpful. And I'm going to get to that a little bit later. But if you are feeling great and happy right now where you are in your life, this is my reminder to you to be grateful when things are good. So when you feel good, when you're happy, enjoy these moments, enjoy the happiness, enjoy the happy days, because when you're not feeling good or you're sad or you're anxious, those days you wish that you could go back to those happy days. So I try to remember that now, like there was a time recently where I was just really feeling not like myself. I just didn't feel like myself. And I was so bummed. And I was like, why can I not snap out of this? And in that moment, I was like, I have to remember to be so happy for the grateful days because this day sucks. Like I don't feel, I don't like how I feel right now. And so that's why I like my gratitude journal is so important to me because I try to like physically remind myself and like journal and like jot down every single day what I am grateful for and why I feel good. And a gratitude practice is 
you know, really important part of that, like remembering like how tough times will pass and being grateful for things. So something I do to try to be grateful every day is I write my gratitude journal and journaling has been something really important for me to do that has been really helpful. And then at night before I go to bed, I just try to count down like 10 things that I'm grateful for just while I'm like laying in bed before I go to sleep. And it almost helps me fall asleep as I'm like thinking these things and I'm going to sleep with like a positive, grateful mindset. And as I'm thinking of things that I'm grateful for, Another lesson in life that I've learned is that good friends are so important and to make time for the people in your life. So whether that's your family or your partner or your good friends or your best friends or people that you just love and make you feel good and give you energy, make time for those people. So I have had a really difficult time with this in my own life, just with the busyness of my career. And it's really easy for me to be busy in my days and not make time for it. So as I've gotten older and my friends are getting older, we just have to schedule the time on our calendars. So my best friend, Audrey, you guys have heard she's been on a podcast episode before. What we do is we put a date in our calendar every week and maybe that date moves around or maybe you have to cancel it. But it's our intention to make time for ourselves at least once a week. We try to talk every day. And if we don't talk, we'll try to FaceTime. We really try to make times for each other so that times don't pass where we're not communicating because in times of need or you need someone or you need someone to vent or talk to or just like happiness and like laughter and joy and like having somebody in your life, like making time for friends is so, so important. And it's been something that's been my intentions for the last few years. As I set my, my new year's intentions is like making time for friends and the people I care about. And it's not quantity for me. It's never about having like a ton of friends. It's about having a few people in my life I really enjoy being around who give me energy, who make me feel good, who support me, who love me, who are there for me, who if I needed something, you know, they're there for me and I'm there for them. And those are so, so important. So definitely make time for your friends and your loved ones. I just finished Paris Fashion Week and one of the pieces that I had with me this fashion week when I was in Paris and New York was jewelry. I feel like jewelry really just makes the whole outfit and the whole look. I was packing really simple outfits, but I really wanted to accentuate it with something special. And when I'm thinking about special and jewelry, I want to think of something that's an investment that I want to wear over and over again, day in, day out. And that's why investing in quality pieces that are both classic and trendy is so important. That's why I've been obsessed with Ring Concierge now for so many years. It's really my go-to brand that offers everything from delicate and affordable pieces to major blank statements like a gorgeous tennis bracelet or if you're in the market, custom engagement rings that are insane. I recently did an episode with their founder and it was such a great episode because I learned so much from it. And if I'm ever in the market for an engagement ring, I feel like it's a great wealth of knowledge to listen to. So some of my favorite pieces from Ring Concierge are my Zodiac necklace and my personalized Summer Fridays medallion. I created it to celebrate Summer Fridays turning three and it's so beautiful and it is officially Libra season now. So my Zodiac necklace, I definitely have to wear all the time. So if you love astrology, it's a really great gift to get to yourself or for somebody else. These are really high quality pieces and they've got a variety of styles from delicate to major playing fine jewelry to custom bridal few favorites i have my eye on are the petite diamond line studs and the baguette and pave diamond huggies ring concierge has generously offered to give all of my followers a special promo code when you check out enjoy 15 percent off with the code mariana be sure to follow ring concierge on instagram at ring concierge and also check out their site ringconcierge.com the next important thing is routines and i've definitely gotten better about this in the last few years I wish I would have just done it in my 20s. Like if I knew I wanted to do something later in life, I wish I would have just started it the second that I wanted to start thinking about it. And in my 20s, I was definitely, I didn't have like a workout routine. I didn't have a morning routine or nighttime routine. I just like going with the flow and winging it. And like I had crazy work hours and I wasn't taking care of myself. And 
the older I got, the more difficult it is to like start these routines, but it's never too late. But I wish I would have started a little bit earlier because it would have made it easier on me to start later in life. And so really taking care of yourself and having routines makes me feel my best. So I have a morning routine. I have an evening routine. And I try to do things that take care of me, my mind, body, and soul. So figure out what makes you feel good in your mind. How can you nourish yourself? Like how do you feel good mentally? Is it doing things or not doing things that make you feel your best. And if you are doing things or you're around people that maybe don't make you feel good, take note of these things like mentally and maybe go back to my last podcast episode about energy givers and drainers, but like take note of those things so you can see what you can do more of and less of in your life. And then when it comes to your body, think about the things that make you feel good because our health is so important to carry us through this life. And so do things that make you feel good. So that's eating foods that make you feel good, finding something, some sort of way to like move your body every day that makes you feel good. Maybe it's a stretching routine or going for a walk or Pilates or yoga or whatever workout works for you. And, you know, my 20s, I think I was definitely like trying to figure out workouts too. I think now I understand like low impact workouts work best for me. But in LA, there's like all these like high intensity workouts. So anytime in my 20s, I would try to do a workout. They were so intense and crazy. I hated them so much that I was like, I don't want to work out because this doesn't this is not what I want to do with my time. This doesn't make me feel good. And I was trying to do it because I thought that's the type of workouts you were supposed to do. But then I figured out the things that works for me and then I feel so much better. So it's like maybe that's why in my 20s working out wasn't working for me because I was doing things that like I didn't even really want to do, which goes back to like, you know, do what makes you happy. And then uh, do things for your soul too. So like what makes you feel good? Like what makes you happy? Like what fuels you? Like what gives you energy? And so I always try to think about my mind, body and soul and doing things, you know, in all of those areas to take care of myself and that my daily routines are supporting those things so that every day I do a little bit for myself so that if those negative, you know, emotions come up or hard times, I'm doing everything I can to feel my best daily. And then that kind of is another part of this whole point is if something doesn't feel right, work on it, get it checked out, figure it out when it first happens and don't let it get out of hand. So if something doesn't feel right, like mentally, if you start feeling like a little bit of something, like maybe that's time that you talk to a friend or see a therapist. If if something doesn't feel right in your body, like maybe, you know, instead of waiting for that doctor's appointment, like go get it checked out the second that it doesn't feel right or tell somebody or, you know, you know, figure it out for yourself and don't wait for something to go on too long. If it's in your soul, if something really isn't feeling right in your intuition journal and maybe figure it out before it gets out of hand. And so I think I've learned I used to, what I used to do is things would happen and I'd be like, oh, it'll pass. And then it would just bubble up and get worse and it would start piling on top of each other. And I'm like, if I would have just addressed this when it first happened, it wouldn't have got worse. So definitely just take care of yourself, whatever those things are. And that's anything in life of like, if something doesn't feel right, if something first comes up and something's like not right for you, address it at the beginning and figure it out to try to fix it before it gets worse. And speaking of taking care of yourself, I, of course, have to talk about skincare, and one of them is to wear sunscreen. And I'm so grateful that on the last few years, especially on TikTok and Instagram, everyone has been talking about the importance of SPF. And I started getting facials from my esthetician 10 years ago, and she was telling me how important sunscreen is every single day. And she was like, it's so important for all these things. This is why you need to be wearing it no matter what. And I'm like, it's not just a vacation thing. And so I'm so lucky that 10 years ago, she started telling me that because in my teens and 20s and in college, I was definitely like trying to be outside in the sun. I didn't fully understand like sun damage and how that works and skin cancer and the importance of sunscreen and protecting your skin and taking care of your skin and taking care of it. And I think now, you know, I'm so grateful that I took care of myself then, but I definitely 
do have like dark spots and sunspots and damage from when I wasn't taking care of my skin prior to that. And so, you know, I think you've probably all seen now like these pictures of where someone wore sunscreen on their face, but not on their neck or the truck driver where they're sitting next to a window and half their face was exposed to the sun and half their face wasn't. So you can really see like the long-term effects of sun damage. So take care of yourself. If you're on vacation, you want to be outside, wear some sunscreen, sit in the shade and just take care of your skin. My next point kind of goes along with the first point that I made about doing what makes you happy with your own timeline. But this point is to enjoy the present moment and don't wait for something to be happy. So I think when I was in my 20s, I was like, oh, I need this job to be happy or I need to be making this much money or I need this thing personally or professionally or in my life or this apartment or this car or whatever, and then I'll be happy. Well, no, because we don't know that those things are for sure going to happen. There's no guarantee that these things are going to happen in our life. So we need to try our best to enjoy the present moment and be happy today. Be happy in this phase of our life, like where we are. And I know it's hard sometimes when you're in it. And I'm all about setting goals and working towards goals and making these intentions. But it's also like this duality of I can work towards this thing and I can have this goal in mind. And there's something that I'm working towards. But I'm not going to delay my happiness until I get to that goal. I'm going to be happy right now in the moment working towards this thing that I want to work towards and enjoying where I am today while still working towards this thing in the future. And it's not delaying it until that thing happens. And it's taken me a really long time to figure that out. It's taken me a really long time to be comfortable with that. And so there's things in my life today where I am so grateful for today. And I think there is something I was listening to, maybe it's a meditation. And it was like, think about where you are today. And if you're sitting down with yourself from like five years ago or as a kid and they saw where you are today, they would be so happy, hopefully, where you are today. They would be so thrilled. And I thought about that. I thought about like the young, lost 20-something-year-old girl who was trying to figure her life out. If I could see myself today where I was, you know, if that person could see where I am today, I would be so thrilled and happy with myself. I would be like, oh my God, I cannot believe we get to live this life. Like, I'm so grateful that this is like, I I wouldn't even be able to imagine that this is the life that I get to have. And so even though I'm working towards things now, I have to remember to be so grateful for today and the experiences that I have and the life that I get to live because even though I'm working towards these other things, now I'm just starting repetitive, but I'm like even telling myself like, this is such a great moment in my life. I don't want to let this pass by and not be living in the present because I'm working towards something in the future. And so I've, you know, by practicing those daily habits that I talked about, my daily gratitude journal, it reminds me every single day to be grateful for these moments. And so I hope that you remember that too. And I hope that you can stop and just think to yourself, like, what am I grateful for today? Like, what am I happy for today? Like, even though I want these other things personally and professionally that I'm working towards in my life, like I am grateful for this season and how things are as I, you know, go through life because life is long and we have to remember to be happy in each of its phases. I am so excited that it's fall. Fall is literally like one of my favorite seasons, which is hard because I also really love summer and then I get excited for spring. But right now we're talking about fall and I'm currently in London as I'm recording this and it is the most beautiful, crisp fall weather. And I'm so excited because I've been pulling out all of my fall clothes while I've been here, jackets and boots. So as the weather changes, Macy's has all the must-haves to replace your light summer looks. They've got midi dresses in flattering hues and classic prints to keep it cute all through the evening chill. And if you want to add a little texture to your look, It's so easy because you can add a chunky lug sole boot or dark wash denim jacket. If you guys saw any of my posts from Paris, I am very obsessed with this very, very dark wash denim right now. I bought so many pieces that I have. It was one of my favorite looks that I wore in Paris. 
Levi's has a really great pair of this dark wash denim, and they're also on sale right now. It's the women's classic straight leg jeans. You can also add a pair of white gold hoop earrings to bring a casual luxe factor. It was a way that I was dressing up a lot of my looks because I, let, I packed a lot of like very simple all black or all denim um, outfits and then I just accessorized them with some jewelry. So no matter how you want to remix the season staples, you make it your style. For all of the inspo you need, visit Macy's.com slash own your style. And if you need a little help figuring out your fall look or you just need a pointer, pair up with a Macy's personal stylist. They will help you put together your look either in store or from the comfort of your own home. And best of all, it is totally free. So head over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. Again, visit Macy's.com slash personal stylist and I hope you find some great pieces for this fall. My next lesson is not to be afraid to go for something. And I've done this a few times in my life where I didn't know what I was doing. I was figuring it out along the way. When I started my you know, first job in my career after college, I was trying to figure stuff out. And I had a job. It was a great job. It was an amazing job. It was a job that I thought I really wanted. And then I was doing it. And I was like, actually, I, I don't want this job. I want something else. And even though it was scary and it took a step backwards in my career, it put me forwards by doing something I really wanted to do, which ultimately led me to like where I am today in my career. So it's like, I was so afraid to quit this job. That was a great job, but then I ended up with something better. And then when I started on Instagram, there was nobody on the app at the time. It was like, so, so new. I thought it was for filtering photos. And I worked at, I was working at my like next job after college after that. And I started my Instagram account. And then almost two years later, I started making like enough money from like Instagram and YouTube where I could do it full time. And again, I had a thought, a job I thought was my dream job. I had this job that I wanted that I worked towards all through like college that I worked towards when I graduated from college. I thought I was going to be my career. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try being, which is at the time YouTuber. I'm going to try being a YouTuber full time. And then that's what I did. And that was scary. And when we came up with the idea for summer Fridays, it was scary too, but we weren't afraid to go for it. And so had we maybe waited for the right time, the exact right moment to launch, like maybe we would have missed that window of time where it was like this magical launch time where it just happened to work out with the timing, with the idea, with the launch. And so don't be afraid to go for something. So if you want to do something in your life, don't be afraid. Like don't let something hold you back. If you really want to do something, it's okay. I know it's scary. Like I've gone through so many scary, like major life choices, like when I decided to be a YouTuber full time, when we started Summer Fridays, when I launched my podcast, like these are career moments where I thought to myself, okay, I really want to do this thing. It's really scary, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm so grateful because now these are like, it's my career. Like these are, this is my life now. This is the things that I do every single day. But had I let fear hold me back from doing those things, I wouldn't be where I am today. And that goes for things personally too. Like don't be afraid to do something if it's going in the right direction of what you want in your life. And speaking of scary things, one thing that's scary is when a chapter of our life ends. And I have had many chapters in my life end. I move on from one, you know, phase and chapter of my life onto the next. And it's okay when that happens. And sometimes it's you are choosing to close that chapter or move on from something. And a lot of times it's somebody else choosing to close that chapter for you and you don't get a say in these. And those scenarios have happened to me many times. And it's really difficult when you go through them, but it's okay. And it's knowing that like maybe this friendship or relationship or job was a season in your life and you're moving on to the next season now and what happens in the next season and what's going on there and like, what can you be grateful for? And so 
I've had, you know, it's like you're in high school and you have your high school friends and then you're in college and you have your college friends and then maybe you move away and then you have a new season of your life. And I'm grateful for those experiences and times as they happen. But I realize looking back, like, it's okay. Like this person was in a phase of my life and it's okay that they're not there for the next few seasons or chapters. Like I've moved on and I enjoyed, you know, this phase and that's okay. I really try my best to protect my energy and what makes me feel good in my mind, body, and soul. And a lot of times doing what's best for me means closing a chapter or phasing out of something and being okay that I still love this person or I love this experience or I love this scenario, but it's maybe not serving me in my life right now. And so being okay with that and even mourning it and being sad and being upset and then moving on. And I think it it definitely makes it harder, I think, with social media, especially if you still follow somebody and you're seeing something over and over again that's making you sad or upset. That's when I love the mute button because you can still follow someone but not really like have, you know, have to see it. So I think social has definitely made it harder to be okay when a chapter of our life ends. So definitely don't insta stock if it's something that's going to make you upset. I definitely did too much of that in my 20s where I was like obsessively checking everything and like wanting to see what's going on, even though I knew looking at whatever it was that I was obsessing over was just going to make me more sad. Like let's say a friendship ended and then I wanted to see what my friend was up to all the time. And then I would be so bummed to see a friend was like living life, happy, doing things. And then it was like, why am I looking at this thing if it's making me sad? So don't put yourself in scenarios or do things that you know are just continually going to make you upset. Which leads me to my next lesson, and that is to not compare yourself to others, especially online. So we all know now, Instagram, TikTok, all these, it's a highlight reel. And even if people are sharing difficult times or things going through, like it's still a highlight reel or a story of their life. And you don't really know everything that's going on. Even if somebody posts stories all day, it's what, 60 seconds, 90 seconds of their entire day. There's so many other hours and things that are happening in their day that they're not sharing. And so I think that was a lesson that I had a really hard time with because in my 20s, I started seeing like, okay, my friends are getting engaged, they're getting married. And then now in my 30s, everybody's having kids. And as a woman, you know, biological clock, like everyone wants to remind you all the time, I'm 36 now. And I had to remember like, okay, this is their timeline. This is their life. I have to do what makes me happy in my own life. I can't be pressured to do something because I'm seeing everybody else doing this thing. Like I have to do this in my own timeline that makes me happy, that works for me and not comparing myself to others. And then I'm so grateful because I get to see my friends in real life outside of the internet. And I'm like, I can see their beautiful family and all these things. And then I can hear them vent to me about something they're frustrated with or something that's frustrating for them or whatever is going on behind the scenes. And I'm like, oh, I thought they had this like perfect life and perfect thing and marriage and family and career and all these things. But then you hear the reality of it. And then I remember even myself, it's like there's things that I don't share and that, you know, maybe you see this highlight reel, but then there's things that I deal with in my own life day to day. And so it's just remembering, like, don't compare yourself to people online. Don't look at things that make you upset. Mute things that don't make you feel good. Unfollow accounts that don't make you feel good. And that's been really helpful for me. And so just remembering, like, not to compare yourself with others, because just remember for your own self too, like, you don't share everything. So how could you expect anybody else to share all the same, you know, things behind the scenes as well? And my last point is if you do want to do something, and it's not about comparison, it's about like what truly makes you happy or what you want to do to do the thing. Like don't wait. If you really want to do something, you should just do it. 
And my example of this is my dad had been wanting to go to Iceland for years and he always talked about this trip. He really wanted to go. And I'm like, my schedule is so busy. I don't have the time. And he really wanted to go see the Northern Lights. And the Northern Lights only happened in a few months of the year where you could like possibly see them in Iceland. I looked up the dates and one of the options was like January. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to find some time in my schedule. I'm going to book this trip. I'm just going to go and I'll make the time. Like I can make the time. I can block it out. You, you know, I want to make time for the things that are important for me in my life that matter to me. And that was something that mattered to me. And so I booked the trip. I gave it to my dad for a surprise Christmas present. He was like, I gave him a coat. And then I was like, okay, you're going to need this coat because we're going somewhere. And he's like, where are we going? I told him Iceland and I'm like tearing up even talking about it. And so hold on, let me, let me like regroup myself. Okay. Sorry about that. So I'm like getting emotional because it really is such an important life lesson that I, I hope that you learned from me. And so that January we went on a trip. It was amazing. It was so great to spend time together. And then about, you know, a month and a half later, COVID hit. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, I'm so grateful that I took that time to make that trip because I didn't know that we were going to be able to not travel for two and a half years. I didn't know that we weren't going to be able to make that time. I didn't know that I wasn't going to be able to see my dad for so long until we, you know, got vaccinated or felt comfortable being around each other. And so, you know, we're, I'm so grateful that we took the time to do that because I didn't know what the future held. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I didn't know our world was going to change the way that it did. I didn't know that we were going to be affected by things. I didn't, you know, know those things. And now I'm like, that's why I'm so grateful for my good health, my mind, body, and soul, spending time with the people I care about, my routines and doing all these things. And so it's about saying yes and doing things when you want to do them. So don't wait and put something off because what if I put that off? What if I would have booked that trip later and then we wouldn't have been able to go? And so it's like, making time for those things and not waiting. And so that lesson I really learned there is, you know what? I can't wait for the perfect moment. Like if this is something I want to do, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to wait for the perfect time because what if we never got to go on that trip? And so that was like a huge, huge lesson that I learned, especially with the timing of how all that happened, like in January of 2020, when we went on the trip and then COVID hitting shortly after that in the US. And so that was a huge life lesson that I learned. And so I hope that you learned that from me too is to do the thing you want to do and not wait for for the perfect timing because you just never know what the future holds. So those were some of the important lessons that I've learned in my life over, you know, the years of my life and I just have to tell you guys too as I talk about you know, gratitude that I'm so grateful for you. Like I love creating this content and I am so, I have so much gratitude for you sitting down and like listening to me chat and chatting with me and messaging me and showing me where you are listening to the episodes. This is such a meaningful part of my career and the content that I get to create because I feel like it's really giving back to you in some way that I hope it motivates you or inspires you or makes you happy or teaches you something new or opens you up to seeing that a possibility is you know there for you and so thank you so much for letting me be a part of your life and you guys make my birthday and all of my days so happy and so thank you so much and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.